Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Word of God which engages us is the Old Testament lesson read previously, thus far the text. Dear friends in Christ, of all the prayers that we pray in our worship services, the following is my personal favorite. Lord God, you have called your servants to ventures of which we cannot see the ending, by paths as yet untrodden, through perils unknown. Give us faith to go out with good courage, not knowing where we go, but only that your hand is leading and your love supporting us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, amen. This prayer admits our lack of knowledge and our lack of understanding of the future. This prayer admits that there may well be dangers and perils in the future that are totally unknown to us at this time. But this prayer also confesses a faith and trust in God, namely that God's hand is leading and that his love is supporting us. Our Old Testament lesson for today contains many dangers and perils, but the hand of God leading and his love supporting is also clearly evident. Our Old Testament lesson is familiar to many. It is the account of Naomi and Ruth. Let's review the details. There was a famine in the Promised Land, and a woman named Naomi and her husband and her two sons decided that they would leave their home in Bethlehem and travel east to Moab. There they would reside and ride out the famine. While they were there, their two sons married Moabite women, Canaanite women, the very people that God had warned his people not to marry, because with a Canaanite spouse came the false Canaanite gods. While they were there, terrible tragedy struck this family. Naomi's husband and her two sons died. Her daughters-in-law, Ruth and Orpah, were the only somewhat close family members that remained. And that was at a time when widows without sons were very vulnerable in the society of the day, both legally and economically. This small family had been devastated. Such tragedy striking one family such as this. But now, we begin to see the hand of God leading and his love supporting. Naomi decided that she was going to leave Moab and go back to her home in Bethlehem. She encouraged her daughters-in-law, Ruth and Orpah, not to follow her, but rather to stay behind in Moab. After all, she said, she had no more sons to give them to marry. Perhaps they could remarry there in Moab and start a new life there once again. The one daughter-in-law, Orpah, reluctantly agreed to leave 
Naomi behind and stay there in Moab. But then we see the hand of God leading and the love of God supporting Naomi in the person of Ruth. Ruth refused to leave Naomi behind. She refused to abandon her. And in our Old Testament lesson, makes that beautiful statement of love and commitment when she says to Naomi, Do not urge me to leave you or to return from following you. For where you go, I will go, and where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried. Through the person of Ruth, God's hand was leading and his love was supporting Naomi. Perhaps you have had one person or more than one person who filled that role in your life. Someone who was there at your side during the roughest times of turmoil and upset in your life. Someone who refused to leave your side when the going got rough. Perhaps it was your spouse or a parent or a child or a sibling or a good friend. Whoever it was, we thank God for the gift of these people in our lives through whom his hand leads and his love supports. Perhaps you are filling that role or have filled that role for someone else in your life. That just as God worked through Ruth for Naomi, so he has worked or is working through you for your loved one. If that is the case for you, may God continue to bless you in that loving service that you render to him and to that person. God's hand was leading and his love was supporting far beyond this first chapter of Ruth. If we look at the chapters that follow, we see that God's hand was continuing to lead and his love was continuing to support Ruth and Naomi. Ruth and Naomi decided that they would go back to Bethlehem and they would lodge there. And there God would provide what in that time was called a redeemer for them. Their redeemer was a man named Boaz, a relative of Naomi's late husband. Now the rules for redeemers in the Old Testament go way back to Leviticus chapter 25. And there were three distinctions that a redeemer had to have. First of all, had to be a relative. Second, had to have the economic means, the wealth. And third, of course, had to agree to serve as a redeemer. And Boaz fit all three of these categories. One of the things he did as a redeemer was to purchase, to redeem, to buy back the entire estate of Naomi's late husband, giving to Naomi and to Ruth that economic security, that legal security that widows wouldn't have otherwise. And Boaz instructed his workers to keep a watch over Ruth as she gleaned in the fields so that no harm 
would come from her. But as we look further, we see God's hand continuing to lead. We see his love continuing to support in the fact that Ruth eventually married Boaz. And God granted them a son, a son named Obed, which means one who serves. And Obed would be the one who would serve both Ruth and Naomi in their latter years. But then we come to the final verses in the book of Ruth, and we read these words. Obed became the father of Jesse, and Jesse became the father of David. Imagine that. From that small, insignificant family that was nearly destroyed, God's hand was leading and his love was supporting to bring David into the world. King David, who would shepherd God's people. King David, who would write so many psalms that we still study and read and enjoy to this day. But think further. God's hand would continue to lead. His love would continue to support for about another thousand years until the Savior of the world would be born, Jesus Christ. Born also in Bethlehem, the city of David, of the house and lineage of David. Imagine that. From that small, insignificant family, God's hand was leading, his love was supporting to bring forth the Savior of the world. And Ruth, this Moabite woman, this Canaanite woman, is an ancestor of Jesus. She is listed at Matthew 1, verse 5, in Matthew's genealogy as being one of the ancestors of Jesus. And Jesus is the ultimate expression of God's loving support. For on the cross, God would refuse to lovingly support his son. Rather, he would abandon him and forsake him. Rather than abandoning us and forsaking us. And the result is the forgiveness of all of our sin and an eternity in his loving presence and support. Now, to be sure, there are times in life when things just don't seem to make sense, when we can't imagine how God would allow something to occur, like a COVID pandemic or a Hurricane Ian in Florida. And in our personal lives as well, there are times when things just don't make sense, when we can't imagine how God would allow something to happen. At times like that, we are tempted to question God, to doubt God, to be angry at God. And unfortunately, there are some people who, when facing tragedy in their life, turn their back on God and walk away from God. But just stop and notice how even in the midst of tragedy, and it seems especially in the midst of tragedy in life, God's hand is leading, and his love is supporting. Just as he did in the lives of Naomi and Ruth, still he does today. 
In fact, in the midst of some of the greatest tragedies of life, God accomplishes some of his greatest blessings, working through people to accomplish his purpose. In Jesus Christ, there is forgiveness for those times when we have questioned God or doubted God, and we ask God for the faith to trust him in times of great calamity and tragedy in life. We pray for the eyes of faith to look for him working, to see his hand leading and his love supporting. And we pray that he would work through us, that just as he worked through Ruth in the life of Naomi, so he would work through us in the lives of those around us. And so this morning, we do not leave this sanctuary doubting or questioning, but rather, in the words of the prayer, we go with great courage to ventures of which we cannot see the ending, but we can know that throughout the entire process, God's hand will be leading and his love will be supporting. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding guard our hearts and our minds in this one true faith unto life everlasting. Amen.